If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za. I'm keen to get your thoughts on, uh, again, the practicalities and the reality of this budget, which has been commendable. Good evening and thank you for, for, for inviting me. So I think you really have to give a kid a piece. He really delivered a strong budget that was even stronger on fiscal discipline that than most of us thought he would be able to achieve. You know, he really didn't go overboard and he committed government to just the right level of spending levels given the weak economic outlook. And this is positive for business because we need the reassurance that fiscal discipline will be maintained mm-hmm. despite the pressure for increased spending for many quarters of government. So on the fiscal side, he was very realistic that economic growth is going to remain subdued in the short term. We are really in trouble as a country when you look at our fiscal numbers. The sharp deterioration in tax revenue collection, you know, to 1.73%, it shows the serious pressure that businesses are actually experiencing in the country at the moment due to the deteriorating trading environment as a result of the dysfunction and the failure of network industries. And I think the revenues definitely dipping, the profits are definitely dipping, and therefore the tax revenues of government are definitely dipping, you know, hence we're sitting at these numbers. The budget deficit has worsened from the estimated 4% to 4.9%. Um, the debt servicing costs now are about 20% or more than 20% of our revenue, you know, that is not a good picture at all. Mm. The debt is now picking to 75.3% of GDP. And I think when I look at it, this is a number we were last in in 1947. You know, Oof. according to some reports, we haven't hit these debt-to-GDP numbers since 1947. So it just tells you, you know, how far back our economy has been set back, you know, in terms of what is is happening at the moment. So if we think ESCOM transmit are probably maybe superficially affecting businesses, then we should actually um, think some more, you know, and I think it just puts and, 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 and it paints the, 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 the agency and the importance of why we actually need to make sure that we get these network industries to function as they as, as they should. The growth was 0.6% in 2023, versus an estimated of 0.8%. Google population is growing at 1.6%. Mm. A 0.6% growth is not going to cut it. South Africans are getting poorer every year, mm. and that should really be serious cause for concern. I think the positive surprise was that there's going to be a primary surplus this year, and that is a strong indicator to business that government is delivering on managing that levels, which is good and which is positive for business uh, sentiments. And as we thought, to balance the books, they are going to dip into the gold and foreign exchange contingency reserve account. Yep. Now, this is a reserve bank held account which captures the gains and losses of South Africans for currency reserve transactions. And the account has grown to more than 500 billion rand. Now, this is not money to be bailing the country out. Mm. This is supposed to be the buffer which is available for us as a country to absorb the exchange rate things and the solvency of the Reserve Bank it should not be compromised in the process. Now, we have to be careful because now if we have started dipping, if we are going to put reforms in place to enable us to dip into this uh, foreign uh, reserve account, it's going to be a problem. So if the, the dipping is really going to have to come with serious and strict and credible conditions that make it clear that the fund of this account is to protect the country from international crises, you know, and maintain 
maintain its credibility in the international financial system. And I mean, this is a country that is already sub investment great. This is a mm-hmm. country that is already, you know, crazy step fat up. And now we are going into the foreign exchange. Of, I mean, this is honestly not a good look. You know, this is not a free money port for government bailouts. And it should never be used as such. But again, when you look at it, what other options do you actually have? You know, so they are going to be utilizing this money and they're saying it's to deal with the high debt servicing costs and the high budget deficit. Let's hope that it is utilized for indeed reducing our debt and not for anything else. Mm. Because using it for anything else would really be irresponsible. I think even breaking open the safe, you know, is honestly not a good move, you know, but we've got our backs against the wall of the country. Yeah. And I think there is very little room to maneuver and I guess we have to do what we need to do. And um, on the tax side, I think the most important feature of the budget is the absence of any significant tax hikes, which is good for the consumer, which yep. is currently consumer who is currently under significant economic pressure at the moment. And uh, the NHI, right? So they are getting one, putting $1.4 billion into this thing, mm-hmm. you know, knowing very well that they are never going to be able to implement this thing. $1.4 billion is not going to do anything. And the minister says this is to prepare the structures for its establishment. But if you rewind back and listen to what the Minister of Health said, he said we need at least 200 billion yep. rands to make the current system eligible to receive the NHI. Now, what do you think 1.4 billion is going to be? 1.4 billion is not even a 1% of 200 billion. Now, I worry that we know very well that this bill is unworkable. We know very well that we don't have capacity, you know, to implement this thing. We know very well that we cannot fund this thing. We know very well that this thing is going to be embroiled in litigation mm. on several fronts, including its constitutionality. Gotcha. So you are to be putting money in trying to implement this thing that you know very well that you can implement and when all is said and done and you face the reality that you can't implement it this 1.4 billion and however much that is going to be put in this thing is money down the drain really because you're never going to be able to realize the fact you're going to put systems in place which you are not going to be able to put fully because you don't need 1.4 you need 200 so it's going to be half day you know, measures, you know, and interventions that won't help the system in any way at the moment. I'm sure there could be something that is done with this 1.4 billion to and improve the current system as is. Could buy equipment or buy yes. bed or whatever the case is. Not putting it into this thing that this we know is unworkable. 100%. I'm aware that you're under pressure and do have to uh, speak to many of our colleagues as well in the industry. But on the back of the synopsis that you've provided for us, I'm keen to understand how business is translating this. There's clearly no growth. There are tax incentives to keep us invested. Uh, but of course, there's a concern about some areas where the private sector has yes to actively collaborate with government. So I'm keen to understand from a business leadership point of view, uh, are we still keen to do business in South Africa? And what other certainties do we need? We are still keen to do business in South Africa. I think there is a lot of commitments from a whole lot of businesses, you know, big businesses included. And um, we need guarantees that we're going to stay on the structural reform agenda, you know, and I think uh, everything points in that direction. We obviously don't know what's going to happen after the election. This is a huge cause of concern uh, for us. But I really think that from a fiscal discipline perspective, 
and from the performance of the national treasury, this is the one unit Kuku, that gives us confidence as the business community that the minister and the national treasury of this country is really trying its best to make sure that we stay on the right path. So well done to the minister. He has really presented a solid budget with a realistic approach to addressing the country's core problems while maintaining a credible path to reducing our sovereign debt. And he has really held firm Kuku, against populist measures and has made sure that we remain on track to lift ourselves out of this economic rut, to lift ourselves out of the sub-investment grade, which remains a huge impediment in our economic growth. So overall, it's a positive budget, and I think um, uh, 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 we are pleased as the business community. Definitely. We'll leave it there this evening, Sis Busi, but truly appreciate the feedback that you've given us. And I guess a positive calls that we continue to call for in terms of uh, enhanced collaborative efforts. Thank you again for your time. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.